original champion of our party, Abraham Lincoln, was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House before he won the most important election of all. Lincoln ultimately prevailed, he saved our union, and he defined our obligation as Americans for all of history. Speaking at Gettysburg of the great task remaining before us, Lincoln said that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from this earth. So I ask you tonight to join me. As we leave here, let us resolve that we will stand together, Republicans, Democrats, and Independents, against those who would destroy our republic. They are angry and they are determined, but they have not seen anything like the power of Americans united in defense of our Constitution and committed to the cause of freedom. There is no greater power on this earth, and with God's help, we will prevail. Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney and her concession speech last night after losing her bid for re-election in a landslide. Donald Trump made it his mission to defeat her. We're going to discuss what is next in her effort to defeat him and his anti-democratic values. So, Joe, as Congresswoman Cheney pointed out last night, she won two years ago in her primary with 73 percent of the vote last night. At this hour, she lost by 37 points. That margin could change a little bit as the rest of the vote comes in. But a landslide last night, a state that Donald Trump won in 2020 by 43 points. So the voters there in Wyoming chose Donald Trump over Liz Cheney and the Cheney name that, as I said, has been an institution in their state for so long. Yeah. And, and if, as she said, she could have won by 73 percent this time, too, maybe even more. All she had to do was go along with the lies, go along with conspiracy theories, go along with the anti-democratic actions on January the 6th, turn a blind eye to it. And Liz Cheney refused to do it. And I will tell you, the historical parallel uh, to Lincoln's generals are fitting. There is a famous moment where Lincoln said to McClellan, uh, a beloved union general who just wouldn't take the fight to Lee. Uh, he's, he basically said to McClellan, sir, if you're not going to use your army, may I borrow them for a while? Hmm. Uh, and, and so one, one feckless union general after another until Grant. And then after Grant, Sherman, uh, taking total war to the South and doing what was required to win that war. Here, this is a political battle. Uh, and we've seen one Republican after another flinch, just like those union generals in the face of anti-democratic thinking. Um, she just wouldn't do it. And I, I know Liz Cheney, like me, a conservative, I, I'm sure she's aware of Margaret Thatcher's words, but I, I quoted them yesterday because they're so fitting. Uh, this is what Thatcher wrote in 1980. If we were to fail, freedom could be imperiled. So let us resist the blandishments of the faint hearts. Let us ignore the howls and the threats of the extremists. Let us stand together and do our duty. And we shall not fail. Very fitting. A lot of historical parallels. And John Heilman, none of them melodramatic. Uh, a day after I had uh, conversations with two Republicans I've known, for decades, one my entire life, uh, that were calling law enforcement officers the Gestapo, talking about revolution. One, one conservative thinker who'd been around since Reagan and is an established conservative thinker uh, saying to me, uh, the United States government is not sacrosanct. We can replace the U.S. government. Talking about revolution, comparing a guy from Delaware a moderate from Delaware to King George III, saying, we did it before, we can overthrow the federal government again. Because again, I want to say this again. I'm going to say this again. These flag-waving, Lee Greenwood-loving Republicans who lose one election to a moderate from Delaware, who, who, who was seen as being too close to credit card companies, and being too moderate by many Democrats, 
This is a guy you're going to revolt against? He said, we can replace the U.S. government. And family members comparing the FBI, law enforcement officers to the Gestapo. The stakes are so... Listening to the president's remarks yesterday around the passage and the signing of the reconciliation uh, law now, um, he ended by talking about democracy. And he said, there are those today who hold a dark and despairing view of this country. I'm not one of them. I believe in the future of this country. As you look at the political landscape, as you look at Liz Cheney uh, losing by nearly 40 points in her primary last night just for standing up to Donald Trump around the events of January 6th, as you look at the kind of candidates Republicans are running, where fealty to Donald Trump is a prerequisite in places like Arizona and Pennsylvania and Georgia. Does the president believe democracy actually is at risk as early as this fall? Look, it is the obligation of every generation of Americans to defend and reclaim their democracy. And we are seeing a challenge to that now. We saw it with a violent mob trying to disrupt uh, the election results being tabulated on Capitol Hill on January 6th where lives were lost, the loss of law enforcement lives and other lives uh, on that uh, day. And then we've seen it with the persistence of the big lie this year. You know, Congresswoman Cheney and I disagree, I think, on every single issue in American politics. I don't think there's anything we agree on. But I respect enormously her commitment to democracy. I respect enormously that she took an oath of office to the Constitution and stood behind that oath instead of her commitment to one man. And I respect enormously the fact that she spoke out for the truth instead of adopting the big lie. And what we saw last night, when someone who won 73% of the vote last time and lost her primary by 40 points, only because she wouldn't uh, bend to the will of the ultra-MAGA wing of this Republican Party and swear, swear fealty to Donald Trump, that tells you a lot about the state of the Republican Party in this country right now uh, and how extreme and how uh, devoted to Donald Trump it is. Uh, and so uh, I do think the American people are going to have to uh, fight for their democracy, stand up for their democracy, and make it clear where they are in the choice between uh, the kind of uh, extremism that the MAGA wing of the Republican Party represents and uh, the alternatives about a constitutional system of government where the not the rule of the mob, but the rule of law decides questions in our country. Uh, welcome. It's Wednesday, 17 August, the year of our Lord, 2022. No, Boris Epstein and I did not script that out. That actually came from their producers, their brains, their writers. It seems like we we, we sketched it out. We wrote it up because it's like a parody. What what? What don't these guys get about democracy? Liz Cheney in the Cheney apparatus in Wyoming got a democracy suppository last night. It was a bigger win than we ever even envisioned. I think um, I think Harriet Hageman will end up with close to 70 percent of the vote or the anti Cheney will be over 70 percent of the vote. And, and remember, a big hunk of her votes are from Democrats. It's just some it's a gimmick. It is a crushing defeat of the controlled opposition. That's all they that's all they pine for is the controlled opposition. Oh, we want lower taxes and smaller government. It's all that's all bromides. They're not prepared to take any action to actually make that happen, to cut spending, to get control of the Federal Reserve, to to stop the the, the forever wars of where Liz Cheney made all her money. The millions of dollars are coming up now. So no, and absolutely Massive win for MAGA last night, and you're here at the field headquarters of Ultra MAGA. I want to bring in Boris uh, to get the assessment of um, of those that are working on. Let's make an announcement here quickly, uh, Boris. Uh, your assessment of last night, and by the way, we've got big wins in. Uh, it looks like coming in Alaska, uh, Governor Palin is going to make it to the next round. Uh, Kelly Chewbacca is going to make it to the next round. Uh, and this whole thing about the seat of Don Young, they say now it's going to take, I don't know, another week to count that vote. I don't know why that's happening out there. This Alaska system has got to be junked immediately. Terrible. But Boris, give us your assessment of not just Cheney, but, I mean, the sacrilege of using the Gettysburg Address to talk about what happened at Gettysburg for her own personal use about President Lincoln and, and talking about that those the the those uh that that amazing speech that goes to the heart of the American experience about her she has no following this is all just a left wing media this is a morning joe uh this is the this is the establishment just propping this up 
this is what's so and so f- funny about it. She got crushed by something called wait for it, Ron Klain, democracy. People going to the polls because Harriet Hageman had no money. Liz Cheney had all the arm. Remember, she had uh, what twelve million dollars from all the arms manufacturers, oh, yeah. the same ones that the ones the same ones that enriched her. Well, she went from a couple of million bucks to what forty million dollars or something. There's a new report out about her net worth. Boris, your your observations on all this. Steve, honor to be with you. Honor to be with the war room posse. A huge, victorious morning. And by the way, sorry about the bright light behind me. Only about 48 hours left of the current undisclosed location. We'll be back to where the light isn't bothering folks. But hey, as somebody wrote to us in an email, wherever we are, we we put on the cameras and we talk to the war room posse, the MAGA movement, under the leadership of President Donald J. Trump. And today we are discussing an annihilation, an absolute crushing of Liz Cheney and and through her of rhinos of any even sense that the Republican Party has any room, any notion, any movement, any any interest in those who stand against MAGA and stand against President Donald J. Trump. When President Trump endorsed Harriet Hageman, you know, about 11 months ago, you know, there's a lot of hand-wringing. Oh, is this going to work out? Liz Cheney's so powerful. Liz Cheney tweeted, bring it on. She said, bring it on. Well, Liz Cheney, a.k.a. Dick, Cheney, Dick Cheney's doppelganger, it's been brought. It has been brought. And you lost by 40. You lost by 40. To people who don't understand, the delta difference in this election was 50% bigger than the percentage that Liz Cheney got. She was absolutely destroyed, Steve, as you said, by democracy by the Warren Posse, by the MAGA movement, and of course, ultimately, by President Donald J. Trump. They call this race with about three, four, five percent of the votes in. And what this yeah. means, what this means is what we've been saying on this show for months and months and months. MAGA is ascendant. 2021 was the year of MAGA. 2022 is the year of MAGA on yep. steroids. And we just got some more proof of that yesterday. We got the yes, irrefutable was, proof of that yesterday. Was this a repudiation of all the J6, you know, Morning Joe and the no nighttime doubt. nonstop MSNBC CNN? Was this a repudiation by working folks out in a great state like Wyoming about J6, the committee? Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the people of the great state of Wyoming, including seemingly Democrats, because, you know, that with this kind of drubbing, you know, Democrats definitely voted in that election. It doesn't seem like they all went for Liz Cheney. Yeah, Democrats go for Harriet Hageman, apparently. The pe- people of the great state of Wyoming came in and said, we have no time for the J6 kangaroo court charade. We have no time for wasting Americans' taxpayer dollars while our country is going down the tubes. And we have no time for nonsense Washington, D.C. swamp creatures like Liz Cheney. Was this the first time she was back in Wyoming in months, maybe years? The, the significance of this win by President Trump through Harriet Hageman cannot be understated. What this means is that MAGA's ascendancy is now on a rocket booster. Okay? MAGA is stronger than it has ever been. President Trump is stronger than he has ever been. And on American and warranted raid last week on his home of Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, only as fuel to that rocket fire. And now Liz Cheney's yeah. talking, oh yeah, I'm gonna run for president. That's gonna work out for you, Liz Cheney, about as well as it worked yeah, out for, for McMuffin good out luck. there in Utah. And I wanna say one other thing, okay? <laughs> to morning, yeah, sure. McMuffin out there in, in Utah. To, to you know, Joe and Morning Mika and all these people. Okay, stop with the reading of the Margaret Thatcher, okay? I hate to break it to you and to paraphrase somebody that, who we know and support wholeheartedly and are here for every day, every night. Liz Shady, she's no Margaret Thatcher. Okay. <laughs> no That's, Margaret Thatcher. Definitely not Margaret give, Thatcher. Okay. okay. Give me I gotta bounce. Give me your give me your real quickly. Give me your uh give me your uh, coordinates. Absolutely. On this victorious day where we celebrate a major historic MAGA win. My website is BorisCP.com, hot on BorisCP.com, hot on Getter at BorisCP, on Twitter at BorisCP, hot on Truth Social, where President Trump is putting out fire. Thank you, sir. I'm at Boris, Boris underscore website. Stay strong, God bless. I'll see you tomorrow.
You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Well, you know, the, the MAGA guys have the best. Men and women have the best meme makers. That was last night. We appreciate it. We're going to be using that and some others throughout the show. Not that we want to spike the football. We've got so much serious work to do. We've got a lot to get through. But I want to go to Wyoming. Uh, ben Burkwam has been out there. Ben, you were at the uh, watch party last night. Give us a sense of what you saw last night. And and, and you, you, you saw the cold open with Morning Joe. They're sitting there quoting the Gettysburg Address and talking about General, you know, she's she's either Abraham Lincoln or General Grant, or she's a combo platter of both. Having just gotten smoked, this uh, is what the audacity. This is the audacity, and they said, "There, yeah, we're real conservatives, and we're, we're you're just controlled opposition." I want limited government. I want lower tax. Yeah, that that's all nice, but you got it. You got to take action to get there. That's my point. You got to take action to get there. You just you the same bromides as Joe Scarborough. That's why we have thirty trillion dollars of debt. That's why we have nine and a half trillion dollars on the balance sheet of the Fed. The economy is getting destroyed. Target just announced they missed their earnings. Target missed their earnings by, wait for it, 90% <laughs> because consumers are just so strapped they can't buy anything. Ben Burkwam, your sense of the good folks in Wyoming and what message does it send to the nation and the world? Well, first off, Steve, it is a new morning in Wyoming. It is a new morning in America, but it's just the beginning of the fight that we have to continue to save this nation. Uh, the self-righteous, sanctimonious arrogance by the left, it's, it, they can't help themselves. I'm watching Liz Cheney. I'm watching Morning Joe. I'm watching these jackasses make fools of themselves. Uh, they can't help it. Quoting Lincoln. Uh, it's just like, and Margaret Thatcher, they, they would have been against Lincoln. They hold, it, been hold, against it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, brother, brother, brother. They're not quoting Lincoln. They're quoting the Gettysburg Address. If we have any sacred, uh, uh, you know, uh, literature or anything sacred in civic society, you know, in the top five or the Gettysburg Address, she quoted the uh, Gettysburg Address in her concession uh, spree speech. After getting uh, smoked by democracy, by people called voters, voters, free thinking, uh, free Steve, will voters, Ben Burkwam. Steve, and then to call Joe Biden a moderate, ignoring the bureaucratic state that is pulling his strings, ignoring Hunter Biden, ignoring Ukraine and the quid pro quo, ignoring the fact that they tried to steal the election in 2016 with a Russia collusion hoax and then did steal it in 2020, ignoring all of that and then calling President Trump's supporters the mob, ignoring BLM and Antifa burning down our country for four years. It's it's absolutely disgusting. Their arrogance is it's. It, it makes me want to vomit. I can't. I, you put us, that on for five minutes. The entire war room posse, including myself, wants to throw up. But the the beauty is, it doesn't matter <laughs> because we won. They are so bitter because we won. Now we're going on to November, and we're going to whoop them in November. We're going to outvote the fraud in every one of these races. The fight is just beginning. And and really, the biggest part to me is the betrayal by Liz Cheney and Joe Biden and the left and the moderates and the 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 rhino Republicans 
on our southern border, the fact that they have given our country over to the cartels in Mexico, to to China, to these uh, uh, multinational criminal organizations, it is disgusting. But we the people know it. We the posse know it. And we're going to take it back in November. We're not stopping. We're not slowing down. We're just getting started. We're coming for you and we're going to win. So just get ready. And I'm to the posse out there. I'm just telling you guys, get up, get fight. If you're not in the game yet, you're out of the game. It's time to get up, step up, get involved, join your precinct captains, do everything that we've been talking about, Steve's been talking about for the last couple of years. Get involved right now. Your children's future depend on it. By the way, I want to thank everybody out in Wyoming. Last night at the watch party, Ben was overwhelmed by war oh, yeah. room audience. They the love you. Coming to thank him. Big but, no, but it's 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 the show and what they've done. And you guys are, were the were at the tip of the spear to defeat the Cheney apparatus. All the money they had. This this goes to the folks in Wyoming. It was just incredible. You sent a message Amen. to the world last night. Amen. It was just incredible. Ben, how do people Ben? How do people follow you throughout the day, sir? I'm going to be posting more. I couldn't get it all in yesterday. So uh, uh, americasvoice.news, frontlineamerica.com, and on all social media, Getter is better. Uh, check it out, at uh, Ben Burkwam, Clout Hub, all the social media, Truth Social. We're taking over social media. We're taking it back from the liars and the thieves of YouTube and Twitter and, and Facebook. God bless you. God bless you, Posse. By the way, God bless America. God bless ben, Wyoming. Ben, God bless Wyoming and the War Room Posse out there. Fantastic. And by the way, Ben, your Amen. exit polling is pretty good. You nailed it almost. You nailed it almost. You I, said, hey, I'm just it's saying. about two to one. I'm just, just saying. saying. <laughs> just not too shabby. I'm just... Not too shabby. Not too shabby. <laughs> ben Burkwam, thank you very much, thank brother. Thank you, sir. Real America. Yes, so let's sir. play the cold open. We got Darren Beatty up uh, with some amazing breaking news. Let's go ahead and put the, the cold open up for Darren. Tonight, Trump and his allies fanning the flames and pushing conspiracy theories as they try to get ahead of whatever the Justice Department may now have. Why are they going through rifling through his desk? Why? Because they want to indict him. Because they understand he's the leader of the most powerful political movement in modern American history. I actually think in all of American history. Drew Griffin is out front. And Drew, you have done so much reporting on the paranoia, the fear that is being stoked by Trump allies like Steve Bannon. What are you seeing right now? You know, to try to understand the madness of it, you have to approach it, Aaron, from their perspective, which is a war between good and evil. The entire premise of the far-right media is this lie that Joe Biden is illegitimate president, illegally elected, and that Biden is surrounded by this army of Washington insiders called the deep state that is doing everything they can to stop Trump from running again. Steve Bannon, Trump's former chief strategist, he runs with this expanding false conspiracy daily on his podcast. It grows and grows with every news event. So when FBI agents served a search warrant on Trump's you know, resort, the rhetoric explodes, accusing the Department of Justice and FBI agents acting like, what else? Nazis. This whole raid, and that's what it was, this jackbooted Gestapo-like raid right. by the FBI was all about ransacking and desecrating Mar-a-Lago. They knew what this meant to the nation. They knew what it meant to the American people. They knew what it meant to MAGA. They did it on purpose. They were planning. They're there to plant stuff. That's what this was about. That's why they kept wow. the lawyers outside. So we're not going to be silent. We're not going to comply. We're not going to back down. You're total scumbags. You're lawless. You've turned this thing into a, a political weapon. It's a disgrace. He's got his viewers so whipped up, Bannon has even told them that Trump could be assassinated by the deep state to stop Trump from running again. This is what his audience has fed day in and day out. No proof. It's not news. But we know from talking to his own listeners, they believe it, Aaron. Which is just so incredibly dangerous, yeah. Drew. I mean, and look, we know it's extreme. And as you point out, Bannon's listeners may believe all of it, right? They, they may believe it. But I guess when I use the word dangerous, that is the question. How far does this go in terms of its impact? And, and that's why, unfortunately, we report on Steve Bannon specifically, because he's a big part of this modern-day Trump-era Republican Party. David Chalian, you know, our David Chalian calls him the intellectual and cultural navigator for the party, setting the agenda even more than Donald Trump. It's why we have so many of these fringe Congress people. They show up on Bannon's show. Right. And, it, and it's amazing, as you point out, you know, remember back in the day when people talked about him as a puppeteer, right, mm -hmm. and that infamously uh, angered Trump. But that agenda that you're talking about is long term. Yeah, 
extremely long term. Right now, focused on the midterms, but the big agenda here for this this version of the Republican Party, they want to take over in all of it, from school boards to congressional seats, then take over Congress this fall, Trump back in the White House in 2024, and Aaron to take over the government, which they mean to get rid of the bureaucrats, the deep state, get rid of the FBI, the Department of Justice, all of it, transform the United States. This is what they talk about. This is the MAGA version of the country for them. Pretty good summary of the plan. Uh, by the way, is Aaron Burnett's moan, or is, is her the, the, the eye roll in the disgust it's it's almost at mika levels now we're gonna have to we're gonna do a compare and contrast on that later in the week let's bring in darren Beatty. darren you've been doing amazing reporting obviously at revolver on the fbi give us your assessment you got breaking news you, you premiered it last night on tucker it's been on your site for a couple of days walk us through the fbi in their latest well thank you and first of all i have to say that clip it's quite incredible they really really want to take you out of the equation steve that's very clear and reason for that is <laughs> You know, War Room is one of the few of only places you can go to hear the real stuff. And it's turned into this huge juggernaut. And it's just very satisfying to see how terrified they are of the existence of War Room and what you're doing. And, um, you know, if I were them, I would probably have the same reaction. So we just need to push harder. And um, look, you know, what can be said? Merrick Garland's DOJ is a disgrace. We're only beginning to see the skeletons that lie in Merrick Garland's closet, but that might be a conversation for another day. Today, I want to talk about the pipe bomb scandal. So there are two really, really crucial pieces up right now on revolver.news about this pipe bomb. One of the pieces, just a cold, clean shot, proves definitively that the FBI is withholding, hiding, critical footage of the pipe bomber actually planting the pipe bomb. Now, why in the world would the FBI that's so solicitous to the public, oh, we want to catch this person, help us. Here's all the video we, we can show you. Here's you know what kind of shoes he or she was wearing and so forth. They want to help catch the person and they withhold the one piece of footage that's arguably would be the most effective to help the public identify this person is, or even know what the person did, because guess what? There are a lot of questions about this DNC pipe bomb, including the fact that this bomber allegedly planted it like 8 p.m. the evening before, and the DNC bomb wasn't found until the next day after the RNC bomb was reported at 12.40 p.m. That means there's this whole day of pedestrians, yeah. motorists. D- D- Darren, Darren, hang on, hang on, because we want to drill down more on this. We'll take a short commercial break. Back with Darren Beatty in just a moment. Great. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that can never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. Let the joyous news be spread. The wicked old witch at last is dead. In the 
I tried to hold back and not not play that. I love the Wizard of Oz. You know, Wizard of Oz is actually very populous. We'll get into that one day in Deconstructed. It's actually a very populous film uh, written about in the late 19th century uh, about populism. We'll do that another time. But, you know, I guess, you know, it's, it's beneath war room to do that, but I talk my producers into doing it. So anyway, I uh, may have some other fun in the rest of the show. It is a day of celebration, but we got to grind on. We got so much serious work to do. We're also going to have updates in Alaska with Governor Palin in that congressional seat and also Kelly Chewbacca in her fight with Murkowski to try to take down the Murkowski dynasty. Uh, but you should also know in New Hampshire, there are, their heads are already blowing up about that poll with General Bolduc. The MAGA candidate up at uh, 32%, his next follower, the establishment candidate, I think at 14, and then a bunch of uh, crypto guys and others um, at four. So they're coming after General Bolduc already. Let's go to Darren Beatty. Darren, so here's what I understand. Darren, and, and your reporting on this has been amazing, but um, this has always been their, like their highest priority, but then it kind of fades for, from from view. Then they bring it back. If they've got the video and you've kind of, you know, it's a little bit like you're in Dealey Plaza. You, you've, you know, you've, you've got every angle on this thing covered by your reporting. Why doesn't the FBI just put the footage out? And so then we can, the public can really crowdsource this and, and find the perpetrator, sir. You know what, Steve, that's a great question. And I'd like to emphasize, this isn't just any piece of video. This is the portion of the video in which the pipe bomber is depicted actually planting the bomb and placing the bomb down. That's the one piece of footage that they use the bad camera angle to release to the public and don't release the good camera angle, which we know they have. Now, it's kind of bizarre to me that given that we reported this, the Democrats aren't demanding that Merrick Garland release this footage because guess what? From their perspective, it's a MAGA pipe bomber from January 6th who planted an explosive device in front of their national headquarters. You would think that they would want all the information possible in order to catch this guy. And you wonder why the FBI would specifically and precisely exclude the one critical piece of footage that's probably most likely to help identify this guy. And if I can contextualize this really pressing question in light of other really damning facts about the pipe bomb, for one, the DNC pipe bomb wasn't found until early afternoon the next day. And it was basically right out there in the open. It was by a scooter. Revolver News in our piece, we did a Google image uh, uh, um, file on it. And there's this security agent standing literally eight feet away from where the pipe bomb was uh, planted. And this is a DNC security guard. So you have DNC security, you have pedestrians, you have motorists, and you even have the Secret Service because as we now know, Kamala Harris was in the building. And reports now say that the Secret Service swept the building, they swept the entrances and exits, and the pipe bomb was planted like eight feet away from an exit. And so we're supposed to believe everyone missed this. And the pipe bombs were only discovered. There was another one at the RNC. And the circumstances of the RNC's pipe bomb discovery is even more bizarre than the fact that the DNC one wasn't discovered. The RNC pipe bomb was discovered, allegedly, by some random pedestrian at 1240. So the pedestrian reported the pipe bomb and Capitol Police started responding to it at 1249, which is one minute before that initial assault on the western perimeter of the Capitol. Not only that, but this person who found it at 1240 said that the timer was stuck indicating that there was 20 minutes left. That aligns precisely with the impression that it was set to go off at 1 p.m. when the congressional certification proceedings were to happen. So how did this pipe bomber have the confidence that no one would find the DNC bomb and someone would just happen to stumble upon the RNC bomb at a time that was nearly perfectly synchronized with both the initial assault on the Capitol and the beginning of the congressional proceedings. It simply beggars belief. The pipe bomb issue is just as much a hoax as Ray Epps. And guess what? Ray Epps actually makes a cameo in this revolver piece because according to a new report, by the Epic Times, Epps, in his interview with the FBI, they asked him, well, what the hell are you doing in D.C.? He said, you know what? I was worried that someone would set explosive devices 
on the side streets near the Capitol. And that's why I went to D.C. I just wanted to go there with my first aid kit to protect people just in case someone planted explosives on side streets. And sure enough, they found these pipe bombs on side streets, literally blocks from the Capitol. And here's the amazing thing. The FBI doesn't even ask a follow-up question about the pipe bombs when literally Ray Epps is the only guy on camera saying go into the Capitol. And now he's telling the FBI that he had some advanced knowledge or bizarre intuition about explosive devices on side streets, which actually were found. And they were found at such precise timing that the operative theory of many officials, including Stephen Sun, the former head of the Capitol Police, is that they were placed there to divert from that initial decisive assault on the Capitol perimeter in which Ray Epps was a chief participant. And the FBI doesn't think, well, maybe we should at least ask a follow-up question about this. This is so dark and so dirty. We need to lay this right at Merrick Garland's doorstep, right at Christopher Ray's doorstep, and right at the corrupt scum known as Stephen D'Antuono, the gentleman, quote unquote, gentleman, FBI agent who ran the whole failed sham Whitmer kidnapping plot. And as a reward for that, of all the agents he could have chosen, Christopher Ray, of all the agents in the country he could have chosen, Christopher Ray chooses the scumbag who ran the Michigan Fed, FedNAP operation in a critical position in the months before January 6th and after to head the Washington, D.C. field office. All of the these. Feds, yeah, the Fed's direction. They had to. It makes, by the way, it actually makes total sense. Darren, how do people get to Revolver in your social media? We'll have you back on to drill down on this more. I want to talk to you later about about uh, the repudiation of J6 uh, committee by the vote yesterday in Wyoming. How do people get to you? Yes. Revolver.news, these two pieces are white hot. Let's make Merrick Garland squirm. Read it and share it. Study the details. It will shock you if you can stomach it. And this is only the beginning. It only gets darker for them. It only gets more damning. So go to Revolver.news, read that. I'm on Twitter, at Darren J. Beattie, and we are very happily and proudly on Getter at Revolver News. Darren, thank you very much. Uh, great work. We'll get back to you guys. Revolver.news, uh, incredible. Let's go to Mike Davis. Let's not play the cold open because I want to get Mike in. I've got uh, Frank on deck. Uh, Mike Davis, uh, you just heard about the pipe bomb. Your, your assessment, you know, we played the cold open before you got on. Uh, they're all over war room about calling out the FBI, calling out the DOJ. Yesterday, I went off on this whole thing of the passport and how possibly – they could have taken President Trump's diplomatic, active diplomatic passport. When you know that the, the filter agent or the agent there had to call Washington, D.C. to ask permission, who gave permission for that? What's the chain of command? What was the sign off? Uh, the FBI, this, this ransack and raid, the more we find out about it, looks awful. And now the president's called for fully to back Tom Fitton in the New York Times and wants the affidavit totally turned over. Give us your assessment of where we are in this, sir. I need some, uh, I tell you what, does Mike, is Mike, uh, Mike, you got to cut yourself off mute there, buddy. I think. Sorry. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold. Let's back up to the beginning. You know, you yeah, let Mike I, Davis have a, you let Mike Davis have a day off. You have to retrain him. <laughs> Take the mute off. Okay. You ready to go, bro? So, yeah, I think what the American people are seeing very clearly here is that the justice department, including the FBI, is completely politicized and it's been weaponized against people who disagree with the ruling regime uh, against the uniparty and they have been trying to get trump since day one since before day one they try to get him with russian collusion now they're going after him uh, on on this nonsense about espionage and so-called classified records these routine presidential records acts disputes presidential record act, act disputes between a former president and the bureaucrats in the National Archives, they tried to weaponize the Justice Department to influence several elections. And I, what needs to happen out of this, when Republicans take over the House and likely the Senate, there needs to be a church-style commission to, to get to the bottom of this, and they need to do s serious 
structural reforms at the FBI. They need to. The, the problem with the FBI is it, it, there is only one politically appointed person, the director, and he is on a ten-year term. So there is th that director is almost always going to bow to the to the bureaucrats of the FBI. There's no political accountability. What they need to do is they need to have several layers of politically appointed, Senate-confirmed, polit politically accountable layers of leadership at the FBI like they do at Maine Justice, where the Attorney General, the Deputy Attorney General, the Assistant Attorneys, uh, Attorneys General are all President-appointed, Senate-confirmed. They need to do the same thing at the FBI, where it's the Director, the Deputy Director, and the Assistant Directors, and even the assistant directors who are the special agents in charge of the major offices like Washington, D.C., there there has to be political accountability. There has to be more transparency. They, they need to have it where the, the assistant director of the special agent in charge of the Washington field office can be hauled before the Senate because he's a president-appointed Senate-confirmed official and they, that he can be held accountable. And it, it's not just a Republican or Democrat thing. This is a an ongoing problem. And my former boss, Chairman Chuck Grassley has been all over the FBI for decades. And if he's the Judiciary Committee chairman again, uh, come January, he, he's going to start doing serious reforms to the FBI. What, what uh, in, in the interim, what can be done like with this? Uh, case, they're going to go before the judge on, on Thursday about the affidavit. I mean, what's your recommendation? Do you agree that all the affidavits should be turned over? Uh, and what else? what else can be done now to get to the bottom of this? basic fiasco that's kind of locked the country up about this FBI ransacking and raid on Mar-a-Lago. So, yes, this affidavit should absolutely be released. They could even redact sources and methods and names. They're, the problem is, is that the Justice Department, the Biden Justice Department, is selectively, inappropriately leaking from this affidavit, drip, 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 with information that's damaging or they think is damaging to Trump. Just release the affidavit, right? Trump's saying release it, release it. I think what Trump's lawyers need to do and they, they need they needed to do this yesterday is get in there and file a motion to quash uh, the, the subpoena, the, the, the materials that they got from this this home raid and do a motion to recuse this magistrate judge, Bruce Reinhardt. He's clearly conflicted under both the United States Code and he has a conflict under uh, 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 Canon 2 and Canon 2A under, uh, of the judicial candidates. He has a clear bias against President Trump or at a minimum an apparent bias. He just recused Seven eight seven weeks ago in Trump versus Hillary Clinton, he has this Facebook post yeah. from 2017 where he, he clearly does not like Trump. So they need to recuse him, quash the subpoena, and get the affidavit released. Mike, can you just hang on through the commercial break? And we got Frank Gaffney going to come up too. Mike Davis is going to join us on the other side. Frank Gaffney is also going to join us. Frank's been working this problem for many, many, many years. Short commercial break. Be back in a moment in the war room. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Some Trump allies are pushing DOJ to release more information about that Mar-a-Lago search. And let's be clear, that's a legitimate request for a court to hear. And a court will decide it, as we reported tonight. So that's what the adversarial process is supposed to look like. Other Trump allies, though, and top former staff are reaching for something else. Despicable attacks on American police and the FBI and the absurd but dangerous Nazi analogies from top Republicans. Take convicted Trump aide Steve Bannon literally claiming the FBI in America is now like, he says, like the Nazi secret police known as the Gestapo. They've turned into the American Gestapo. MAGA is a direct threat to the, wait for it, the American state. You said this quiet part out loud. We are a threat 
to the American state. They you arrest think, them, they put um, their families Donald in jail. Trump should be in any fear of the deepest of the deep yeah, state, maybe killing them? I do. We're in a revolutionary situation. It's out to destroy a particular person, Donald Trump. Obstructing justice on what, you jerks? Stuff that you had, right. you had planted on an investigation that you, that you basically created out of whole cloth. What they've been doing to President Trump is political persecution. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Mike Davis, uh, you see it all right there. We're going to have you back to talk about more of the details, particularly of the past. It just, uh, this passport has really got me. I mean, they had to have direct authorization from Washington, and I th- had to go to DOJ. The FBI is not going to disapprove that for an agent to take an active diplomatic passport of the president of the United States. It's almost inconceivable, Mike Davis. Yeah, I mean, it came from Maine Justice. It came from the National Security Division. That Jay Black guy, the the guy who's running counter uh, the counter espionage section at the at the National Security Division, is running that search. So he's the one who clearly approved that. Um, and I let me make a point about the, they're saying that we're attacking law enforcement. That is complete nonsense. We, uh, as 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 Trump supporters, as conservatives, we have complete respect for the line officers in the FBI, the law enforcement agents, they're just doing their jobs. We have a problem with the political leadership. We have a problem with Attorney General Merrick Garland. We have a problem with FBI Director Chris Wray. We have a problem with the, the, the people in Maine Justice, the political leadership. This has nothing to do with an attack on law enforcement. And for, for them to say that this is an attack on law enforcement is just a complete deflection about their unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful raid of a former president. Mike Davis, how do people track you on what's your coordinates on social media? Yeah, it's article3project.org, article3project.org, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, and Truth. And my personal is M-R-D-D-M-I-A. Uh, Mike Davis, thank you very much. Let me bring in Frank Gaffney. We want to get to everything that's happening on China and the CCP and the Committee and the President Danger. But, Frank, one of the reasons I want you to bet third here. You've been fighting this for a long time. This this, this part of the administrative state with the FBI just didn't occur it just didn't happen overnight. I just want you to give a short history of your involvement of, of the problem with the FBI. Hey, no offense, before the attack on 9-11, when they botched that, and then afterwards about radical jihad. I mean, you were you were an outcast. You couldn't you weren't even invited to CPAC for a decade, I think it was, because you kept saying, hey, our apparatus is not taking this radical jihad threat to the United States seriously. Frank Gaffney. Well, you're so right, Steve. One of the issues that we tumbled upon through circumstances that uh, we don't have time to get into here was the Bush administration was subjected to a very aggressive influence operation by the Muslim Brotherhood. Before it came to office, they credited support from the Muslim community in getting them elected to office. And afterwards, the dividends that were paid on that influence operation were huge because when 9-11 happened, President Bush was told by people like Karl Rove, he needed to be seen with some of these Muslim leaders, all of whom were Muslim brothers. And he began taking advice from them which led, among other things, to his famous declaration that Islam is a religion of peace. So with that kind of command guidance, Steve, you had the FBI falling into line, and all they could talk about was domestic, or not domestic at the time, international terrorism. No mention of jihad, no mention of Sharia, the Islamic doctrine that commands it, no mention of the fact that that's what animates all of these guys is Sharia supremacism. So I would I think you're absolutely right. From that day to this, we have seen a politicization of the FBI, a willingness on its part uh, to do exactly what it was told by political authorities and the devil take the hindmost with respect to the law, especially the principle of equal justice under the law. And worse yet, it has of late been weaponized against not international terrorists, but against so-called domestic ones. Talk to us about the, the ambassador to the uh, ambassador to the United States from China did something that was unprecedented. He had like a press conference for 90 minutes and railed in the nation's capital, in our capital, railed against the American people, the American military. 
uh, what we're doing to defend Taiwan, uh, what we're doing to defend the South China Sea. I mean, if you know the way that Asian nations comport with other nations, it is unprecedented. To be in the nation's capital, can you imagine us in Beijing ever doing that? The guy would be in leg irons. Give us a summary of your, of your thoughts about where we stand right now with Xi when they're talking about this uh, in Bali right after the election, having a, a meeting with uh, Joe Biden. Look, Steve, you, you put your finger on one of the main frustrations here, and there is absolutely no reciprocity. We don't even ask for it let alone insist upon it. So it's inconceivable that an American diplomat would be doing what this uh, wolf warrior diplomat, the Chinese ambassador here, has done. And is you know he's doing it on stage there, but you can bet that he's doing it in every other platform and, and meeting that he has in this country. And the point of it is, it is bespeaking the aggressiveness of Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. We are documenting this with your help every week in two webinars, one that talks about the Chinese Communist Party's unrestricted warfare against us, the other that talks about the betrayal of our country by enablers. Frank, hang on. I want to spend more time and, and give you a better time to talk about these things because I want everybody in the audience to get access to the totally free. Short commercial break. Frank Gaffney, Maria Luisa Rossi from Rome. On Georgia Maloney, next in the world. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. Dot com All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.